I want to be strong, to have the flexibility and confidence to play soccer with my kids or volleyball on the beach. I want to feel energetic and spontaneous with my husband. I want my body to feel the freedom to move and enjoy life, to hike Yosemite, surf in Hawaii, bike to the beach, to have fun with friends and not be limited. I want to do things that love my body, to feel and experience all the sensations of life. I want my body to be a force in nature that overcomes difficulty and resistance. I believe in health and wellness and daily consistent exercise. I'm here today with Ted Walksmith. He is the executive chef at Portland Rescue Mission. He is also a nutrition coach. He's a personal trainer. He's a triathlete and a marathon runner. And he's also my older brother who has inspired me to live strong, give generously, feel deeply, and be healthy. So I'm thrilled to have him in the podcast studio with me today. Welcome, Ted. Thank you, Beth. It's great, great to be to, here. Great to have you. <laughs> so I'd like to start with uh, just tell me your journey towards becoming uh, the executive chef at Portland Rescue Mission. Thank you, Beth. That is a, um, a different change in my life. Uh, when I started working in Old Town Portland about 30 years ago, uh, there were not a lot of homeless in that area, and it's grown over the years. And so when I started working there, um, it, was, uh, it was difficult to, to see uh, people who were, were struggling, struggling in life um, and uh, struggling in addiction. And I oftentimes, to be honest, I wanted them to go away. And I think that was typically when you are a business owner, uh, you don't want to see that kind of stuff on your streets. And so um, for God to um, guide and change me uh, in a way th where my heart was more towards uh, grace and love and wanting to help um, the homeless of, of Portland, uh, it was a, a big change in, in my life. Hmm. Tell me about the Portland Rescue Mission. What is it? What do you do there? Yeah, so... Uh, people don't realize how many services that we do at the Portland Rescue Mission. I work at the Burnside Shelter, which is where we have our emergency shelter. So 365 days a year, you can get uh, a bed, you can get food, you can get clothing. And for some people who uh, have to or desire to live out on the street, we can give them uh, a blanket we help them with toiletries, uh, anything that they need to make their life more comfortable. Uh, that is what we do at the Portland Rescue Mission. I work with the men in what we call the Connect Program. So the Connect Program helps uh, men and women uh, get off the streets, find stable housing, find supportive jobs, and also find a healthy community. So today I'd like to talk about how community can change your health. And in your line of work, how have you seen this um, impact uh, residents? Yeah, so oftentimes when we, we talk about uh, exercise and nutrition around the mission, many people 
kind of scour and go the opposite direction. They don't want to engage with it at first. But once they see how some of their uh, friends and uh, coworkers around them are engaging with it, they're, they become a little bit more relaxed. They, they understand it um, a lot more and are willing to uh, dig in there and, and change their life. Uh, but it really takes a while for them to uh, get to that point. Uh, so sometimes we have to, uh, for lack of a better word, force them into community and into a uh, running program, maybe into accountability with other men and women about uh, nutrition plans and what are their um, uh, daily routines around eating and, and living healthy. And so what we've designed there is a running program, lasts about 12 weeks, and we help them go from couch to half marathon. And it is amazing to see the transformations, not only physically, uh, but emotionally and, and how they interact with each other. It is uh, amazing to see how uh, they really find a joy and a love for uh, running and exercise. So can you tell me of a story of maybe someone that has, you know, been homeless and come into the Portland Rescue Mission and kind of the journey of how it happens, you know? So someone is homeless on the street and yeah. how does this happen where they're running a half marathon? That seems pretty yeah. uh, remarkable. <laughs> Yeah, so it definitely has to be their choice. We don't make everyone train for a half marathon. There might be some uh, limiting factors uh, that they have, but we give them the opportunity to uh, um, get into into the running running program. We entice them with some shoes. We have uh, people who uh, sponsor us uh, with with clothes and with with shoes so that they can um, run. Uh, when, run smoothly and, and without injury. Yeah, so how, what does that look like? So someone's homeless, they're on the street. Okay. Take me through your program. What happens first? Someone walks in the door, starts introduced to your program, maybe just with meals. Yes. That might be the first place, which is where you come in. You're yes. the one providing uh, meals. Yes. And then where, where do they go next? How do you, f- tell me a, more about because you have a year-long program. Yeah, so we Tell have, me more about that. We have the Connect program down at our Burnside Shelter, and then we also have a location that is our New Life Recovery program. And in the New Life Recovery program, it is a, a year-long program, and within that program, they get opportunities for running programs. They get uh, vocational training. Uh, they get to um, uh, discipleship and, and working along counselors. But... The New Life Recovery Program is the program that allows them to get into uh, a running program, running um, uh, system. And so getting into that is, like I said, by choice. Uh, And then we walk alongside with them. What does nutrition look like? Uh, How can we uh, support you in uh, exercise? Uh, It is difficult sometimes to wake up and you're like, I don't feel like running. And so I have to have, to have my um, running partner come alongside me and, and really cheer me up to, to do that. 
So, yeah, tell me more about that. I mean, I can imagine that people coming in from the streets probably have a lot of different issues. I mean, they don't have a house. They don't have a job. They don't have maybe family support. I mean, maybe addiction and other things like that. But, I mean, for me, I feel like, you know, those basic needs have to be met first, right, before someone might have energy to say, hey, I want to go for a run. So kind of walk me through how the uh, program helps to provide those things and then how your position helps them get vocational training um, to get a job and how do you do that? Well, a lot of it is uh, around um, coaching and we're talking about healthy community today and that's where it starts. Uh, People coming alongside each other, encouraging one another, And so we have um, coaches who volunteer with us, come alongside the men. Uh, We we work with them in in every aspect of of running. And it is, like you said, a balance between what what are my priorities? I don't have a place to live. I don't have money for food. Portland Rescue Mission is coming alongside me and supplying those needs. And so... Uh, during this time, we we help them understand the value of community. And before you know it, they're like, wow, this is what I want to do when I get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so walking through with them for a full year, and sometimes some people will stay on for an extra six months and do a service uh, role uh, in and amongst our, our programs. And it's amazing to see the transformation um, mind, body, and soul that these uh, people will will experience while while they've been there, and it's all because we come alongside them. We provide a safe and supportive um, community, and we're doing this together. We're not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. So, in your own personal journey, how has community helped you? What you know, maybe struggles that you've been through or, you know, maybe something you've wanted to train for. How has uh, social support been important in your own life? Well, that has been an up and down cycle. Sometimes I have people that I can work out with. Sometimes I don't. I had a situation this last year where I had a coworker who started working and running with me at lunch and then our schedules, uh, you know, um, become challenging, and uh, we no longer were able to do that. So those kinds of things are going to happen in life, and you have to push through uh, those challenges and look for other opportunities. So now I've got a couple new uh, accountability partners at the gym that I work out with, play racquetball with, uh, lift with, and so it's a, a constant struggle to keep accountable keep a community around you. Um, and I love to set goals. Like you said, I've done a, a few triathlons and have run a marathon like you did in Los Angeles. And it is about getting people around you to encourage you and, and keep you going. Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me about uh, a goal that you set that um, you felt like the social support around you really pulled you through? Well, when I started this journey about nine years ago to start doing triathlons, and part of that journey was brought on by our mother, uh, 
uh, Joyce Walksmith, who walked her first marathon at the age of 60. And after I got the opportunity to walk with her, it was transformational. (laughs) And I'm getting emotional because I think that I love to see how people can change. And um, to watch my mom, our mom, go through that transformation, it was magical. And so at that time, I thought, I would like to try to do a triathlon and, and what's holding me back. And so I started by getting into the pool and I could barely make it down one length. And then I was exhausted. And I remember a, a swim mate at that time, he was 67 years old, Rupert. He came alongside me and, and said, Ted, you can do this. I'm out here doing this. You can do this. And so I went from that beginner lane and moved on to the intermediate and eventually um, got into the faster lane. And it's, it's, it's a journey of, of progress and, and sometimes ups and downs. But without people around you, pushing you, encouraging you, you can't do it. So we've all had times in our life where we feel very isolated and maybe alone in our uh, desires for health. And sometimes I feel like it's hard to find another person that is maybe at your same um, mm. level or, I mean, do you have any tips or ideas? Because it does seem like you are always looking for someone to work out with or you yes. tend to ask for help. I don't know that that's, you know, that is comes, I think, very natural for you. Yes. I think for other people, that's not natural to ask for help. How, how do you keep that? I mean, how do you maintain that perspective that people around me is beneficial for me? And um, do you have any tips for people maybe who feel isolated or alone in their desire for health and fitness and what kind of ideas do you have? I just encourage people to continue looking for for support. And when you find it, you grab onto it and, and you you do what you what you can, what you want. Like you said the other night about uh, what are your goals? What would you like to do? How would you like to do that? How are you going to get there? And when you start answering those questions, uh, people start popping into your mind and you start um, seeing how people can come alongside you and encourage you and work with you. And and um, I have just done that in my own life and now in my professional life, working with men and women in our programs, we uh, see the value of daily exercise, healthy nutrition, and it just perpetuates itself and you uh, continue um, driving for those goals. Could you tell us a story about a time that you felt like being a nutritional coach, um, personal trainer was beneficial? You saw really good results? So at the Portland Rescue Mission, I had the opportunity to walk alongside a gentleman who came into our program. He was homeless. He had... Um, addiction in his life and there was an excess amount of weight on his body that he wanted to change and I could just see it in his eyes and he wanted to hear uh, from my perspective 
uh, what he needed to do. And so during that year, he was able to shed 100 pounds off of his body while he was in our program, going through our exercise uh, and, and receiving nutritional tips. So I have five tips that I went through with him and helped him understand that with these uh, daily um, uh, nutritional guidelines, I call them, that uh, you can, it can help you uh, to shed the pounds that you, you need to. Nice. Can you share, us, share with us those five tips? I would love to. <laughs> Uh, the first tip was uh, to make sure that we always um, break our fast from the from the night, and that we have. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, always have um, breakfast in the morning. We want to um, start our metabolism, uh, start um, burning energy, and without getting that first meal of the day, um, that is uh, so important. The, the second tip was to make sure that you're staying hydrated throughout the day, uh, that any toxins that we have in our body, uh, water helps get those toxins out of us, especially as we exercise. Uh, the sweat that we have gets the toxins out of our body, so making sure that we're staying hydrated. And then a balanced meal. Every meal during the day should have protein, healthy fats, and uh, healthy carbohydrates. And so helping them understand that that was really, really important um, to have. And then to make sure that he's getting regular meals throughout the day. So we're starting with breakfast and having a, a light snack in the morning and then a, a healthy lunch. Continuing that uh, every two to three hours, helping um, get healthy nutrition into your body. And then, of course, making sure you're getting at least 15 minutes of exercise every day. Getting up out of your chair uh, stretching, uh, walking around, getting up and down stairs is so important to uh, keep your metabolism going, to uh, keep the hydration moving through your body and, and so forth. So those were the five tips that I gave him. And then he ran with it. And before I know it, he came back to me and he said, did you realize that while I was in this program, I lost 100 pounds? And he was so excited. And it was an amazing day. That's incredible. Yeah. It is an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think, yeah, for weight loss, I know um, just a couple things that have been helpful. Um, My fitness pal, I I have just absolutely been shocked by (laughs) the app app, and that you can put things in there and that it will immediately show you, um, you know, this brand is 200 calories of the same item. This brand is just 100. So just being more aware of the calorie dense foods that maybe don't have good nutrition, um, but that that's also something else. Do you have any other ideas for, I know I have a lot of women listeners and weight loss is something that a lot of uh, people struggle with, Um, but those five tips are really great. What I've been focusing on lately is really understanding how uh, gut health really helps us improve our uh, vitality and um, understanding how our body works and listening to how it interacts with food, exercise, and sometimes when I eat the wrong thing, I don't feel like exercising, but maybe I eat the right thing and now I do feel like exercising and how those things work 
And sometimes when I eat something and I feel really bloated or that I um, then I eat something, I feel energized and, and ready to go. Just being understanding of those things. But it all starts with our gut. And I'm not an expert in gut health, but I have noticed as I push towards understanding healthy probiotics um, in my health, in my diet and and how that helps me understand when I'm when I'm full, I need to stop eating. And when I'm hungry, I need to get something to eat and just understanding that balance in our in our day. And sometimes we were talking about this this morning, how we can also exercise in a fasted state and it can actually help us. And then after we exercise, we put good nutrition into our bodies. So it's just understanding that rhythm in our daily life and how that works. Yeah, being in tune with your body and making connections with the foods that you're eating, what you're drinking, how it makes you feel, if your muscles feel more tired or fatigued. You know, there is a huge connection of nutrition and how our bodies can function well or not function well. Yes. And I think that's really good just to be in touch with, wow, I'm feeling more fatigued today. What did I eat this morning? Or, you know, so that's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. How has an executive chef at the Portland Rescue Rescue Mission and how that has changed you? So I get the opportunity on a daily basis to work with 12 to 15 men who are working in our program working in our kitchen as dishwashers, cooks. We are teaching them culinary arts and hospitality skills and basic communication skills. And how that has changed me is understanding how each and every one of us could be in that place depending on how we were raised, uh, maybe relationships that we got into, and understanding that they are just like us. They're broken, they are are needing help. And I think each one of us, when we look into our lives, we realize that there are pieces that are are missing. Whatever that might be, could be a broken relationship, could be um, a trauma that that happened in our lives, and it might be um, something that we're trying to escape from. And so as I've got to know these men and women and understanding their stories and how they got to the place where they are at, I would never have known that unless the Portland Rescue Mission gave me an opportunity to do that. And so I think from a personal perspective, when I see men and women on the street struggling day to day, to day I don't know their story. I don't know why they're there. But there is a reason, and they are needing our help. And so in my own personal and professional life, it came to a point of action. And what can I do to help support, come alongside, and work with these guys? And in our program, we see everything from men who had successful businesses Uh, married 
you know, kids and it all came falling apart. Uh, one story that I'm thinking about is a gentleman who came to us from Houston because of the hurricane and he got a ride to Portland and he wanted to start his life over. And it was uh, an amazing transformation to see him engaging with community and getting back into life. And now he's in a stable home and has a job. And it is amazing to see some of the transformation that these guys go through. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, our topic has been how community can change your health. And I think as we've been talking, it makes me think how to look at our communities, to really look Mm. as we walk the streets of whatever city we're in. I'm in, you know, Pasadena, and there are quite a few homeless. And that this is to be able to embrace your community. I mean, it Mm. sounds like what you did was you, like, uh, basically took a job to help your community in this way. And I'm just thinking for most of us listening, like how, I mean, the health of our community really impacts the health of us. I mean, it's all, we're all a part of this community. We're all um, really a part of the same thing. Um, Just if you could tell us a little bit more about how, Maybe a story about someone who did graduate from your program and was able to enter in into the community and how that has impacted them. I think the biggest impact that I have seen on a personal basis is how service can transform your life. And I talk regularly with men who come into the program and they are so selfish and self-absorbed and then they start serving the homeless because that's the community that we serve and they're over time their heart just like my heart was changed their heart gets changed and now they can think of nothing better that they would like to do with the, with their time than to give back to the community and serve others and that is amazing when you get to see someone who has been serving themselves all their life to serving others and then seeing the value of being able to serve others. And so my encouragement to any listeners uh, that are listening to this podcast is uh, what are you doing to uh, serve your community, serve your family? And I think it does something magical in our lives because it gets us outside of our own mind and body and it helps us understand the value of humanity and and those people around us. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. What are some service opportunities at the Portland Rescue Mission or that you might know of local places where people can get involved? What's what kinds of things could people do if they've never volunteered at a Well, I don't know about services around this area, but at Portland Rescue Mission, we have great opportunities to come in and serve a meal. Uh, to um, provide um, toiletries for our guests uh, to come in and work alongside the men and women uh, in our programs, helping them in vocation. Maybe there's someone who uh, knows, has a skill and would like to transform those skills um, into someone else. Uh, Every program I know around the country are looking for volunteers to come and walk alongside other people and help them 
move into a positive uh, direction in their own life. And anyone can do that. Yeah, thank you. I can say that has been very true for me. I mean, times in my life where I'm doing more service, um, taking my eyes off myself, Mm -hmm. life is just so much better. (laughs) It's so much better. So thank you for uh, sharing that. As we close, would you tell us uh, three daily practices that help you stay healthy? My first one, I would say, is uh, keeping in close relationship with my family, my wife, my creator, and um, daily practices uh, would be uh, making um, intentional conversations uh, with people who are close to me. Um, My other one is to make sure that I'm exercising, getting up out of my chair, um, you know, going down to the gym and working out with my friends and and creating community around exercise. That is so important to me. And then on top of that, we need recovery. We need to stretch. We need to roll out our muscles. Uh, We need to do things like yoga that um, give positive energy uh, back into our body. So those are three, three things that I do. Very good things. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. It was great talking with you. Thanks, Beth. Balanced by Beth is a podcast to inspire women to live strong. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personal medical advice. 